Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Well, good morning, uh, everybody. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Well, good morning, Stu. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning, <laughs> all. Angie's not back yet. <laughs> no, she's still sick for another couple of days. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. So you're back from uh-huh. sick bay. I am. Who do we blame? Who do we blame for this? For you being uh, sick with COVID? Uh, <laughs> Honestly, I'm pretty sure it was uh, Adam's fault. My my fiance. Oh, yeah. Right away, blame blame the fiance. Well, I mean, my logic is is that he didn't get sick the entire time I was sick, so I'm 99 percent sure that he already had COVID. Well, we were away on vacation with my family a couple of weeks ago. He got sick for a few days, and he, you know, was napping a lot, not feeling very good. He said he had vertigo, and he just. He was not looking well, and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, too much to drink. Yeah. <laughs> Blamed it on that. But um, because when we got home, we, he tested, and he, he tested negative by the time we got home, but it was fairly early on in our vacation, so I think maybe by the time we got home and he was able to get to a test, maybe he was already not testing you know, positive anymore for COVID, and then I caught it a few, you know, like a week and a bit later. So. You know what? You guys are getting married next year. You're right on the path to getting married because you're already blaming your husband. <laughs> That's how it begins. Adam, take note. And all people that are getting married, take note. You'll always get blamed. <laughs> okay. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right. I know, Janelle, when you were off, you were missing this segment. I know you were missing this segment every single day. Mm-hmm. You're sitting at home coughing, and <laughs> but you miss useless facts. I got tens out of ten every every single day from Skinny Jeans Dean. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, he's easy on you. Yeah, <laughs> actually, that's a lie. Uh, a heart. Everyone has a heart, right? Mm-hmm. In 75 years, the human heart pumps enough blood to fill an oil tanker. Guess how many times? In 75 years. Well, what's the size of the oil tanker? <laughs> Something about something about that chair, you know, dispels, you know. Uh, the human heart will uh, fill enough oil to fill an oil tanker forty six times in seventy five years. That's how much blood will it'll pump through it. Yes. Holy smoke! Yeah. Wow. Okay, so that's like an oil tanker every two years, basically, like forty six. I mean, like maybe a little. Like a little more than that. You're getting into math. I don't know math. So (laughs) I'm going to trust you on that one. What do you rate that? How do you rate that fact? Your first day back, Janelle. Come on. It's pretty interesting. I mean, like, that's a lot of blood. Yeah. Um, I think I'll give you a 7.5 this morning. I'll take it. Thank you very much. Uh, From Bitterman and his wife, welcome back, Janelle. We missed you. Bitterman rates it a 10, and the wife gives you a 10, too. Wow. 10 out of 10s. Wow. Okay, maybe you weren't lying when you were saying that you got really good scores while we were gone. Yeah, I had very, very little bad scores. Dad's little Finlander. Wow, that's a lot. Heavy worker. That one, I'd say I'd give you a nine. Landscape lady also giving you a 10 this morning. I think that's pretty interesting. Great job. Uh, Stuart's number one favorite fan is Veronic Mama gives him a 10. Wowzer. 9.5 out of 10. Very cool fact this morning. Hall of Famer dump truck Mike. Is there something going on? Yeah, in the, is there something going on I in the air? Know why you're getting all of these tens? Like another ten, blow it away from Handsome Dave. Have you um, managed to somehow pay off everybody while we were gone and in our absence? 
Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that, that's got to be what's going on right now. <laughs> and another 10 from Peter Piper. He goes, wow, it gives me a 10. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a vampire's dream, says Hall of Famer Boss Traveler, giving you a nine this morning. Uh, Baby Bee's nanny gives me an eight and says, eight, that's crazy, a lot of blood. Okay, okay. Wow, Stu, impressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, her fans have been counting down the days until tomorrow for the release of Renaissance, Beyonce's new album and the first one in years. But a few lucky fans have already gotten their hands on that album early. Ow. So there was a tweet that showed two sealed CD copies of the album and said, the new Beyonce album already for sale in France two days prior to its release. So this came out yesterday. And then another person said that they found the album in the Netherlands and tweeted, I rushed there to find a copy, but the staff got wind and just know that they are hiding those copies in the back now. So somebody screwed up and now, released those albums early. Somebody actually screw up and somebody leak a couple of albums just to uh, get the ball rolling. I don't know. I don't know. So um, if you're wondering, yes, the music is already online. You can find it if you want to seek it out. But a lot of fans are actually calling out those people being like, hey, remember, you're not a real Beehive member if what? you listen to the leaked music early. <laughs> you know, because it's called the, the Hive. Yeah. The Beyonce's Hive. Yeah. So, um, yes, it's there. And really, when you think about it, come on, guys. Can't you wait just one more day for the actual release tomorrow? Like, you're going to get better quality. You're not going to listen yeah. to the leaked music. You're going to be supporting your, your artist, Beyonce. So... Hold on 24 more hours and Renaissance will be out tomorrow. And speaking of patience, it really did pay off for Lizzo. Oh, I love that song. I know, it's so good, right? <laughs> well, that song actually almost didn't happen. Really? It's wild. But she says that she actually had 50 different versions of that song. Wow. Think about that. Like, it could not even be, it could be something so different than what we know it to be today. Um, but she stuck to it. She stayed in the studio. She recorded and recorded and recorded and recorded. And finally, we have the version that we have now of About Damn Time. And that track is absolutely everywhere. So it's no surprise that it has reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. When you're an artist, you you know when, when it's the right, the right vibe. Yeah. And you'll, you'll do anything to get there, exactly. right? Like, you will put in the hours, and it 100% paid off for her. So she kicked out Harry Styles from the number one spot. And you know what he did? He what? sent her some flowers. That's nice. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> and that's what's trending. It's brought to you by DeFalco's for brewers and winemakers. Stuntman's do. Angie and Janelle. Ottawa's Move 100. So what's something that you saw someone doing while driving that you will never forget? I bring this up because yesterday, driving our beautiful Barhaven, I'm sitting at the light, and I look to my left, and there's a lady in a minivan with her kids, and I'm noticing that her finger is somewhere shoved up where it shouldn't be. Oh, in her nose. No. And I, I couldn't. I wanted to take a picture, but I, I leave the phone in the center console, so I just had a visual and that is forever etched in my brain, watching a woman dig for gold. Oh, how long was she at it for? We were at the light for about uh, 90 seconds. No! Yeah. 
Because she never glanced over and like saw you watching her. I don't think she cared. <laughs> and I've seen some pretty weird things while driving. I've been accused of doing stupid things while I'm driving, but never have seen that before. Oh, you wonder why kids pick their noses. Yes. They learn it from somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> That's so nasty. I don't think she was from Barhaven because most people in Barhaven don't pick their nose while driving. Yeah, okay, okay. Probably from Borleans. Maybe made the tri- trip in from Borleans. <laughs> and it was a grown grown woman. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. What would you have done had she, like, looked at you? Just just smiled. and <laughs> Like, what, what, what could you do? You can't say anything. I don't know. I just, yeah, you just wonder, like, if you get caught red-handed, right, in, in that act. I mean, I don't know why people think that nobody can see through their windows. Because well, especially if you don't have tinted windows. So you have tinted windows, you can pretty much get away with a lot of things. You can get away with quite a few things. But, like, let's be honest. Like, I mean, most people don't have those maxed out tinted windows. Yeah. And you can see them in the car. Yeah. Especially when you drive around in, like, a larger vehicle like you do. Like, if you're in your SUV or something like that. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can see a lot higher. Like, in, in, a, in a small car like I drive, everyone can see exactly what you're doing in the car. So you need to be very aware of that. And most people pretend like nobody can see them when they're driving. I would say, I mean, this was a pretty bizarre thing. It wasn't gross what this guy was doing, but I just can't even wrap my mind around what the thought process was when this happened to me years ago, actually, and we were driving across a very large bridge um, in the Hamilton area, Niagara, Hamilton area. Yeah. And this guy, he he's like, he's looking at me a lot. Like, I can tell he's glancing over at me. He's trying to catch my attention as we're, like, driving side by side in a multi-lane highway. He's trying to pick you up? And I finally glance over, and dude asked me for my phone number. Well, that's bold. Right? We're literally driving. He doesn't have a passenger. I don't have a passenger. It's not like I can somehow sign language my phone number to him. But he's got his hand up, you know, like making the phone sign and trying to ask me for my phone number. That seems legit. I don't know you. Even if I did, how would I possibly send you my phone number? And how are you then going to write it down? Was he at least driving a nice car, a nice vehicle? Honestly, I don't even remember. Because I didn't even think about trying to give him my number. I was like, this is bizarre. This is weird. This is not how you pick somebody up. <laughs> this is dangerous. Like, really, is what it came down to. But Definitely yeah, bold. Bold. And he tried, and it didn't work. So maybe he's tried with somebody else before, but yeah, no. So we're asking you the question, what's something that you, you saw somebody doing while driving that you will never forget? Like, what happened to Janelle? <laughs> what happened with me? Everyone's got a story. Let us know. Air everybody's dirty laundry. We want to see what people are doing in their cars in Ottawa. So give us a call, 750-1100, or text it in at 10-0-30. Move mornings with stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. On today's best variety, Move 100. And when you think of distracted driving, you think about people on their cell phones. But, man, people are doing a whole lot a whole lot more in their cars than just sitting on their cell phones. And boy, have you opened our eyes. It is alarming how many of you have said that they've witnessed people doing like their morning grooming. Uh, Women straightening or curling their hair. There was Joyce who said that she frequently followed a man leaving Barhaven shaving his face with an an electric razor on his way to work. Like, 
Is nobody waking up in time to to do these, you know, these tasks that take a few minutes in their bathroom that should only ever be done in their bathroom that they got to do them in the car? We got this text at 10 or 30, and I'm reading this word for word. At a red light in Ottawa, I looked over at the car beside me and saw the guy smiling. A young lady lifted her head from his lap. (gasps) I gave him a thumbs up and drove on. We're a dirty city. Yeah, there are some people doing some alarming things. Yes. Uh, good morning, Move. Well, uh, this would be on the 401, and it was actually a man driving and reading his newspaper that he had folded up on a steering wheel. Oh, God. It's alarming how many people have said that they've seen people reading while driving. Yeah, it's insane. How? <laughs> like, what part of your brain does not work where you're driving a car and you decide you're going to read a paper? Yeah, well, I guess they have a highly functioning brain. I don't know. <laughs> no, they do not have a functioning brain. No, I wouldn't say so. Yeah, anybody who's doing that is uh, not not thinking clearly. <laughs> no. This one actually kind of made me a little angry. Um, Valerie said that she actually saw somebody breastfeeding their baby while oh. driving on Booth Street. What is wrong with people? Like, where's your brain? Pull over and feed your child. That is yeah. so dangerous. And then this one, I mean, there were a lot of you people who said that, you know, you've caught people eating while driving. And I, you know, I am guilty. I've done it before. As am I. You're, you know, you're running late. You need to quickly eat something. There's just certain types of food that you, you don't eat while driving. Yeah. Because it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, you don't sit there and make, have fajitas while driving. <laughs> you don't sit there and, you know, have a bowl of spaghetti while driving. Although, we've had people text us in at 10.030 who say that they've done that. Um, Steve messaged us about a couple that he witnessed uh, on their way to work, he assumed, on the 50. And you would think that uh, a large bowl of cereal could possibly be <laughs> the worst thing to be eating on the way yeah. to work, right? yeah. Well, uh, apparently they made it a little bit better because he was driving and she was spoon feeding him. The oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Come on. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, some sad news for Sean Mendez fans is yesterday he announced that he'd be canceling the rest of his Wonder World tour to continue his mental health break. Now, this was uh, a few weeks ago. He had postponed a few of his shows and had kind of had hoped that he would be able to get back on the road. But in his statement yesterday, he said, you know, I started this tour excited to finally get back to playing live after so long due to the pandemic. But the reality is, I was not at all ready for how difficult touring would be after this time away. He spoke with his team, uh, incredible group of health professionals, and he said it became very clear that he needs to take the time that he has never taken personally so that he can ground himself and come back stronger. He concluded by saying, you know, thank you to all of his fans for supporting him through this, sticking by him on this journey, and noting that he is focusing on taking the right time to heal. And he's not ending music. He's, you know, it's not like he's taking a whole break from all of that. Yeah. Um, he will actually be working on some new music on his downtime. So that I is can't Im- at least I, exciting. I can't imagine the pressure that these kids are under. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, he, he's been touring since he was a literal kid. Yeah. So. Um, it's okay to take time for yourself. Absolutely. And uh, I, I think most of his fans will see it that way as well. 
Now, we know that the lottery gets a little crazy here when we get reach numbers around like $70 million. But what's going on in the States right now is absolutely insane. No one won the Tuesday Mega Millions draw. So that means that this Friday's contest will start at $1.025 billion. Oh, my God. (laughs) If you won that amount of money, what would you do? What would be the first thing you do? Like, I, I... can't even comprehend. I don't know. I have no idea. Because that's like, like that's some real cash that you wouldn't even have to worry about what you're doing. No, I wouldn't yeah. come back to work. I mean, I love you guys, but I would, I wouldn't come. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not doing Move 100 anymore. So um, obviously, this number changes as the number of tickets, uh, you know, get higher and higher. Back in 2016, the biggest lottery payoff that ever happened in the states was 1.58 billion dollars. And here is the cool part, everyone: just because this is happening in the states doesn't mean you can't win. As a Canadian, you can purchase a Mega Millions lottery ticket. Oh. You have to go there. So, I mean, I know that is a pretty big catch, but if you really want to, we do not live that far away from the U.S. border. We're an hour away. And you could hop in there. You have to buy it in person. You cannot buy it online. Also, some other interesting details. Um, uh, Canadian players... Don't have to worry about being taxed by the Canadian government because it's a foreign lottery winning. You are tax exempt if you were to win that jackpot. So if I go down to Ogdensburg and I buy a ticket Mm -hmm. uh, and I win, Mm -hmm. I get it all? Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or at least the Canadian government isn't taxing you. I don't know if there's any uh, U.S. taxes that might happen, but the Canadian government is not taxing you, and you can actually win as a Canadian. I delete all my social media. (laughs) And that's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut? We have Donna and Connor on the line this morning. So Donna made it through first. We'll let her pick her categories. Good morning, Donna. Hi. You ready to win? I am. All right. Uh, categories, please, Janelle. All right. So thank you to Lucretia Supaneka for sending in our categories this morning. We have words that end in sty, S-T-Y, or words that end in try, T-R-Y. Um, T-R-Y, please. All right. T-R-Y in three... Two, one. You're waking up this morning, you're going to have a delicious... It's something you eat. Okay, uh, skip it. Uh, you're going to Pizza. visit... Yep. Yes. You're going to visit another... Country. Yes, and uh, this is a fancy word for chicken. Poultry. Yes, and I'm I'm going to say something... In, I'm going to put something in words. I'll make... Uh, um, uh, uh, violets are red, roses are blue. What, what's that? Poetry. It's, yes, and... Um, uh, if you're going, you're not going to exit, you're going to use the, oh, that was a tough category. Entry. Yes. Yeah, it is, but it's after the buzzer, unfortunately. Donna, you still did pretty well. You ended up with four. All right, thanks. Okay, we'll Hang see on. how that holds up. Connors are, uh, is playing again with me because Angie's, uh, still off. Uh, good morning, Connor. Morning. You ready to win? Let's do it. All right, the category ends at S-T-Y. T-Y, here, here we go, three. Two, one. Oh, I could really use a drink. I'm really thirsty. Uh, I'm going to be uh, real with you. What am I doing? Um, 
Okay, skip it. Uh, oh, this is really, really good. I love the, I love this, what I'm eating. It's so... Yep. Yes. And uh, this was a show in the 80s about uh, a rich family. It w wasn't Dallas. It was the other one. All right, skip it. Uh, this is really this, this is really crunchy. It's what? It's... Um, this is hard. This is very hard. These Luc are pretty hard. <laughs> Lucretia uh, sent in the category like this yesterday and had a, a hard problem with it. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, so the word there I think you were trying to get was dynasty. Yes. And then the last oh, one was crusty. Yeah. So unfortunately, you guys only got two. Not enough for the win. That's okay. <laughs> Donna! Donna! You there? Donna! Hello, Donna. She, she might have hung up. She hung it. up. We give the prize to Connor. Connor wins. Donna doesn't. <laughs> if you hang up when you're winning, okay, the, uh, Connor's going to... Connor! He's gone, too, because I oh. already hung up on him because he lost. Whoever wants the prize, call 613-750-1100. We got a pair of uh, tickets to go see Jim Gaffigan, the fun tour, Saturday, October the 22nd. <laughs> Mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, in case you missed it, Sean Mendez has announced that he's canceling the rest of his Wonder World tour to continue his mental health break. It was not long ago that he had to postpone a few of his shows, and now he's postponing the rest of the entire tour. Just simply, he said, you know, he's not ready to bounce back into doing the whole world tour thing. He needs you know, some more time to work on himself. And he thought that he might be able to get back on the horse and get back to it. But after speaking with some health professionals and his team, he has decided to take some time that he has never taken personally and uh, wants to ground himself and come back stronger. He does say he's going to be working on some new music in his downtime as well. So that is exciting for fans. Yeah, he's got a lot of pressure on him. So good for him. Yeah. Now, uh, you may have seen it, but it was a historic um, auction where the Apollo 11 Mission to the Moon jacket that Buzz Aldrin wore has sold at an auction. Now, this isn't the jacket that he wore when he was walking around the moon. No, this is like the, the, the jacket that he wore in the spaceship, apparently for three days on the way to the moon, and then another three days on the way back to Earth. What do you think this thing sold for? Uh, $150,000. <sighs> you are way off. Um, try $2.7 Oof. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody is the lucky owner of a new, very expensive jacket. And speaking of uh, records, as that was a, a, a record sale for uh, an auction item for a space, uh, an item in space. Um, Ed Sheeran has just broken a huge record. He has become the first artist to cross the 100 million followers mark on Spotify. And all he got was... A lousy T-shirt. So I what? just hit 100 million followers on Spotify, and Spotify have sent me this T-shirt. So I'm going to walk around the stadium and ask people to ask me about my 100 million followers, because they're all going to be so excited for me. Hey, Mark, um, you know, you know us? What? Well, whatever. Ask me about my 100 million Spotify followers. Do you have 100 million? Oh, well done, Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> 
Can you tell me about your 100 million Spotify followers? You're not meant to ask. <laughs> I love that his, his team doesn't really seem to care at all. Not and at all. It, and it really was just a t-shirt that says, ask me about my 100 million Spotify followers. It was very basic. It was very bland. Um, but I think it's kind of a fun way to uh, celebrate that. It is a huge milestone. Uh, we're talking, you know insanity really and he was very honored by this fact uh because you know he's got way more way more followers than other stars including ariana grande billy eilish drake justin bieber all who have around the 60 million mark so like oh. he's far surpassed all he's of the king artists. ed sheeran is the king of spotify and that's what's trending I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, this is quite the unique love story, and it's all about Chris and Laura. Now, uh, it, it's a story that you kind of always, you know, you want to be able to have a story like this. So the two of them were actually uh, university students in Alberta, and they were both in the industrial design um, program. So when Chris decided to ask Laura out on a date, he thought, let's do uh, a Lego date and we'll oh. build a Lego kit. So That's cool. uh, as being industrial design students, they thought, you know, like if there's a lull, there's a silence, we're just going to look for the next brick. Maybe we could analyze the toy while we're working together. Together. And uh, it turned out to go really great as a first date. They said that assembling the Cinderella's carriage set the night, uh, it was prolific. And what followed felt like a fairy tale for the two of them. So Lego has played a huge role in their relationship since. They've had plenty of Lego dates. Uh, when Chris decided to pop the question, he stuffed in a surprise box inside a resealed Lego box at oh. Christmas. So, this yes, great. of course, that box had, um, you know, the the ring for their engagement. And then they got to planning their wedding. And uh, before they actually got married out in Edmonton, uh, Chris got the offer of a lifetime and his dream job. He got offered a design job at Lego headquarters in Denmark. Oh, my God. That is awesome. <laughs> like, so this is just continues. He said it was a total pinch me moment, you know, dream scenario. They get married in Edmonton before they move to Denmark. And then Laura also gets a job at Lego. Oh, my I'm, God. <laughs> I'm not even joking right now. That's incredible. So, um... Uh, this is really cool because they've actually been able to work on projects together. They have started their new life. They're both working at Legos. She's designed Dots craft sets. Uh, Chris has created superhero movie sets. And now the two of them have also collaborated, collaborated on the TV set from The Office. Oh, that's cool. So that's awesome. They're like literally just living the dream. Lego has been a huge part of their life. And uh, yeah, now they're working for both for Lego and working uh, together. Who doesn't love Lego? <laughs> and that's all the feels on Move 100.